Welcome to 242, podcast of the Buffalo Vineyard Church. I'm here with Mark Harley, and we are introducing season two. Welcome. Welcome back, right? Right. Welcome back. This is uh, our long-awaited. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're just going to talk through, I mean, this shouldn't be a long episode, but we're going to talk through what our plans are for season two yep. and um, kind of why why those, yeah, what our plans are and why we're, why we're doing that, yeah. right? Yeah, so we're still very much, <clears throat> I mean, we're still in the process of learning exactly how a podcast fits into our community, right? Like how we use it as a tool, right? That's kind yeah. of what we're what we're trying to do. And so um, we decided we're going to take a little bit of a different format coming into uh, January 2022. Uh, and that is to coincide with a new series that we're going to be doing um, between now and Lent, right? Exactly. 2022. So Steve, you want to talk a little bit about this series that we're going to be jumping into? Yeah. So the, this is, this will be the new series for our podcast and also for our Sunday morning gatherings. So we're going to be taking the next eight weeks and focusing on uh, the values of our church, the eight values that we've identified as the values of the Buffalo Vineyard Church. And um, so I'll be preaching a few of those, but also um, each of the other pastors and leaders on our on our pastoral team will also be preaching. So we'll hear from quite a few different people over the next eight weeks. And um, that's that's on Sunday morning. But yep. then during the podcast, either probably me and Mark, if I'm preaching or myself and whoever the preacher is that week, we'll be talking through the whatever that value is. So you know, the first one we'll be starting with is the kingdom of God. Uh, I'm going to be preaching on that. So Mark and I will talk through that together. Yep. Uh, I think Mark, you're preaching on deliverance ministry. So that'll yeah. be a few weeks from now. Mm-hmm. We'll get to kind of pick each other's brains about that. That's right. Uh, and so, yeah, so these, these episodes will coincide with the values that we have as a church. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, you should talk about what the values of our church are. What are the like values just list of them church? off? Yeah. So our, our church has values. Our church has right? values. We have yeah. values. Well, yeah. So I'll list them and then we can talk about why yeah. we have values and what that means for a community. But so the, the, I would list the first value is the kingdom of God. And it's probably kind of like the most theological of the values. The other ones have more to do, I think with like action. Um, not that the kingdom of God doesn't have action. Uh, sure. And then discipleship, inclusive community, um, mysticism, incarnational ministry, deliverance ministry, justice ministry, and ministry networks. So those are the eight values that we've identified that have been on paper for quite some time now, maybe, I don't I'm probably not 10 years, but like seven or eight years, something like that. We've had yeah. those listed out as our values. Yeah. Um, and they probably all need definition, but for that, you're going to have to wait for the episode. Yeah, right. So that's, <laughs> that's the plan, right? We've got them, like, we're going to sort of dedicate one hour ish conversation to each of those, each of those values. Yeah. And kind of like unpacking each of them, which I think I'm excited about that. It's really cool. Um, I think for the purpose of just this introduction though, I think it would be good for us to talk just a little bit about like why a church has values. Like why, why, why does Buffalo Vineyard church have these particular values? Yeah. I don't know if you could talk a little bit about that. I, I mean, I think every community, whether, whether you're talking about a family um, or, or even just like, you know, some roommates or a soccer team or mm-hmm. a business or a church or a small group, you know, every community has values. The question is whether or not 
they are, you know, explicitly named and put down on a piece of paper or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously you can have values that are explicitly named and put down on a piece of paper and you can also have value like the same organization could have both written and unwritten values. Yes. Um, that's, <laughs> that can be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> and then obviously you can say that these are your values and then not live out those values. So then are they really your values? Right. right. Um, but I think, you know, the reason why, uh, a church would have stated values is to be able to identify the things that we think are important to us, um, important enough that we want to make decisions with them. And ultimately as a church, we're going to say, these are the things that we think are actually important to God and matter to him. And that he wants us to be living out in ways that, you know, help us shape the way we relate to each other, the way we relate to God, the way we relate to our neighbors, the way we relate to, I don't know, our money or our time. Um, and so, you know, obviously those are like how we relate to all of those different things that can be really complicated. And so being able to identify some specific values that help you to just to hone in and say, well, Hey, we value discipleship. Okay. Well, what does that mean? And how do we live that out? And then that gives us some parameters for what we want to do with our time and our money and our energy and our relationships and how we want to focus those. And Yeah. yeah, so I think maybe another thing to say too, just when it comes to the importance of values, particularly for a church. And actually, yeah, this gets at, I know that, you know, most of the people who listen to this podcast are from our congregation, but there's plenty mm-hmm. of people who aren't. I've heard from people. And so um, I hope that this is just as um, beneficial for people who are not a part of our church to listen to precisely because, you know, we're a church, we have our own kind of unique culture and unique values, but we are actually a part of the broader church, right? The whole yeah. Christian church, which is a community of people that spans the globe and spans, you know, the last 2000 years of history. And so a lot of our values, maybe there are some things that are a little unique to us, but not all of them. And even, you know, c- certainly I think most of our values are just like the values of the church, mm-hmm. the values of the kingdom. Um, some of them are a little bit more peculiar to us or to the vineyard movement that we're a part of, but even those are kind of like find their home within the broader community of God's people throughout history. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit more about, um, I guess the, the decision to, to like define them and articulate them. Um, you know, so the history of our church is, I don't know, you and Tammy came out here 15 years ago, maybe a little bit more, probably more than that now. Yeah. Um, 2006 September. Right. So you came out here from, from the Redding Vineyard, right in Mm -hmm. California. And, uh, you know, I guess my, my question is kind of like twofold. One, did you come from a community, right? Did you, did you have this idea of like, was, was the church that you came out here to plant a church from, did they have defined values like that? Is that something you brought with or with you? Or is that something that you kind of like, you know, between that five, six years of planting a church, just decided that, you know, I need to, we need to like actually articulate and define these things. So, uh, I don't remember us having articulated values the way we do here. Um, but we definitely had, uh, kind of like a mission and a vision mission and a vision statement that were actually written down and talked about pretty regularly, which is something that we do Yeah, here in the Buffalo Vineyard Every Church. Sunday. Right. Every Sunday. Mark. That's, that's cool. It well, it's cool that we carry that over. It is actually, and I think the the church in Reading, the Reading Vineyard Church. Um, one of the things there there were a lot of things about that church that were unique to me, and I grew up going to church and went to a lot of different churches over the course of my life. Mm. 
And there were several things about that church community that were unique. One of them was though the way, so I've been to so many Sunday morning gatherings in different church contexts where you worship and then you check your phone or you read something while somebody gets up and gives boring details about the upcoming potluck. And then the preacher gets up and then you check back in and listen to the sermon, sure. right? And that's like the normal way that most churches do their Sunday gatherings is there's that boring period in between worship and um, preaching called announcements. Yep. Shout out to all the people who do the announcements at yes, church. Yes, right. But the church in Reading, <laughs> man, it was like, I almost felt like that time of announcements was the most exciting part of the service because they were always bringing up somebody to like share some sort of story about how God had met them or some outreach that they had done and how God had showed up in it. Um, or to invite people to come and do something like that. Like, Hey, like come to this thing where you can learn how to share your faith or we're going to go do this fundraiser to raise money and then go do this outreach together. Or, and so it was like, it was either like storytelling, like it was like vision casting and storytelling for God's kingdom, or it was like invitation to some like really cool, but scary, like <laughs> adventure with God. Right. Yeah. And that was the, that was the quote unquote announcement time at this church. Yeah. Um, and it like, I'd never been a part of a church where that was what the announcement time was. Mm-hmm. Um, that's cool because that's, um, that is what, uh, pastor Gail talks a lot about, about right. what attracted her to, to be a part of our congregation a few years back. Yeah. That's cool. That she had like the same kind of reaction. I won't speak for her. Well, right. She'll we'll be ask her soon, about it. But yeah. that's cool. So yeah, I think that um the 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 church in Reading did do a good job of that. And really that comes from Mike and Nancy, the pastors of the church. Um, and I think they probably would say that some of that came out of some of their business background. Like they they had a background in business. Um, maybe not, maybe it can't. I I I have never actually specifically asked them that question. Um, mm. but just understanding the importance of putting mission and vision in front of people on a regular basis um, and uh, like inspiring people and inviting people, you know? Um, Yeah. So, so that is something, even though, again, I don't actually think that the church in Reading had like a list of stated values like we do. um, They did some similar things. And Mm -hmm. so for us here, you know, that, that was a part of what we wanted to do or felt like we ought to do. Um, and I think also, you know, my experience, you and you and I talk about this quite a bit. Um, I'm somebody who easily catches vision for things mm-hmm. and knows immediately what I need to do to kind of like move in that direction. Um, so I'm kind of like, I have that like pioneering kind of wiring where it's like, oh, let's go, you know, let's go climb that mountain. All right, let's get started. Well, wait, don't we need to plan? No, we don't need to plan. We're just going to go, right? <laughs> I'm that kind of a person. Yes, you are. And, yeah. <laughs> and that's good and bad for all sorts of yeah. reasons. It's good and bad. Um, but one of the ways that it's really bad is you can't lead people that way. Mm. Um, so if you're going to lead somebody up a mountain, like if, if I'm going to go up a mountain, I may or may not die, but I'll get to the top of the mountain that way. Where'd everyone else go? But nobody will follow me. <laughs> exactly. Nobody will go that way. Um, and so I think the reason we have a set of values and articulated vision and mission and strategies, the way some of the reason why some of that stuff got put down on paper is, you know, me learning that I just like, I, I couldn't communicate with people the things that I felt like God was calling us to do as a community without like just really doing some hard work of articulating, Hey, these are the values that we have as a church. And, and it wasn't, I say we, cause it wasn't just me articulating those values that really right. did come out of, you know, some of those values are mine that I brought with me from Reading that I learned from, you know, other believers, but some of those are values that, um, I and our 
church community really like God taught us them here in Buffalo. So, you know, th- these aren't like my, Steve's eight values. They really are the Buffalo Vineyard Church's values. Yeah. And there was a community of leaders that was involved in discerning and praying and talking and chewing yeah. on that. And so that, that was what that process looked like. That's really cool. I mean, I think that, um, <clears throat> that kind of fits into what I feel like I've noticed. Uh, you know, I, I'm, we don't need to talk about the bigger vineyard too much right here, but that's something that I, you know, I have, come to admire about the vineyard movement as Mm. a whole where it seems like there are you know especially when it comes to church planting from the vineyard movement there's this um you know tendency to be responsive to a place yeah you know and i think that that's really evident here and the more that i've come to be a part of this community i've you know it's sometimes it's not so easy to see that right away yeah but you start to to learn just some of the rhythms and um, particularly our values as a community, how they are responsive to like to this particular neighborhood and yeah. our city as a whole. And um, yeah, that's very cool. Well, and that's another thing that I, I thought would be important to talk about here is just that, you know, we are a vineyard church and mm-hmm. um, I, and th- this is something I inherited from Mike and Nancy from pastor Mike and Nancy in Reading um, is they didn't really fly the vineyard flag all that hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were vineyard people. Sure. And, um, I feel the same way. Like I don't want people to feel like, Oh, I've joined the vineyard. I want people to feel like, Oh, I've joined the kingdom of God. Right. I don't want people to be evangelized into the vineyard, either the Buffalo vineyard or the vineyard movement, but rather to be evangelized into life with Christ. Um, and that really matters. And I think that we have to get that right and make sure Mm -hmm. that we're not, you know, flying the flag of, the pastor or the church or the denomination. Um, having said that, I love the vineyard. Mm-hmm. I really love it. And it's been, it's a spiritual home to me for sure. Um, I love the values of the vineyard. I love the ethos of the vineyard. I love the kind of the culture of the vineyard. Um, and that doesn't mean it's like the right one. Cause there's lots of different denominations out there that are incredibly faithful to God um, this just happens to be the place that for me, I feel like is my, my home, my theological or spiritual home. Yeah. So I really do appreciate that. And that also gives, you know, to your point, it, it flavors and colors the way our church works. Yeah. Hmm. And some of the values that we have are, you know, maybe we use different language, but they're just the values of the vineyard movement. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like our value for mysticism, what we mean by that is exactly what, you know, so the Every, every like five or six years, there's a new vineyard national director and they change the values. <laughs> they're the right. same values, just different, different words. <laughs> so I don't remember what they used to be, but right now I think they're, um, the, the first value is experiencing God. Mm-hmm. Um, I think is the language that they use. And that's exactly what we mean by mysticism, right? Yeah. Is that we have this tan- tangible experiential relationship with the spirit of God in, you know, in worship and ministry and, um, daily guidance and, you know, that, that we have that sense and that expectation that God's going to show up and do stuff that uh, is beyond our own ability to do. Yeah. Mm. But we'll, we'll talk about that. We will. Yes, we will talk about that. I think I get to talk to Zach about that. That's right. Um, yeah, I think, so the last question I think I have for you for this, for this sort of introduction is, um, just around like application, right? So we've kind of talked about, you know, we've defined our values. We've talked about like why we crafted them and why we had them. And then I guess what, what is the application of these values? You know, um, what do we do with those as a community? Right. So like we, on Sunday mornings during our church services, we stand up and we, 
we talk about our mission during the, the, the mission and vision and announcements time that you were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Right. So there's, there's that component of it, but there's a lot more to it. Yeah. Right. And so I guess I would just want you to talk a little bit about that. Well, I think, <clears throat> excuse me. So our, our values, they should be something that we're talking about. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why I'm excited to be able to do this. And it's probably more like once every two or three years, we go through a sermon series like this, not necessarily on our values, but just like who we are, right? Yeah. Which is probably what we'll, we'll call our sermon series, who we are. <laughs> um, but um, so I think just talking about our values, right? Well, what is what are our values? Well, we value the kingdom of God. Well, what's the kingdom of God, right? And so just talking about it, explaining it, pointing at um, where it's at in scripture, you know, yeah. why, God va- why God values the kingdom of God <laughs> and why we yeah. ought to. Um, but then also telling stories. And I think that helps to shape our, our attention, right? So when we're talking about something and telling stories about something, then we're looking for it and we're noticing it. Um, I mean, when I, I, it's, I haven't thought about this in a long time, but when I worked for the cable company out in California, all the, all of the cable was underground. And so there were these little green boxes everywhere that nobody ever paid any attention to, except for when you're a cable guy, you couldn't not see them. You saw them everywhere, right? Mm -hmm. Everywhere you go. And then here in Buffalo, all the cable lines are above ground. And so, you know, most people don't pay attention to the cable lines above their house. But as a cable guy, you're literally, I'm like driving around town, even when I'm not working, like looking at all the cable lines and tracking things, you know, just by second nature. Mm. And so I think when you direct people's attention towards, you know, the value of discipleship, hopefully, and you tell stories about that, hopefully it gets people thinking about and paying attention to where discipleship is happening, where it's not happening, where it should be happening, how it could be happening. And so I think just paying attention to our values like that is really important. And then they do actually help us to make decisions, you know, um, when it, I don't know, somebody in the congregation says, Hey, we should do X. It's like, well, help me understand how that lines up with who we believe God has called us to be. Right. And oftentimes the person is like, well, I think it, it lines up with this value. Yeah, you're right. Let's do it. I don't know. I think it, it doesn't line up with any of our values. Okay. So we're just not going to do that, even though it's a cool idea and some Christian community somewhere should do it. Just not us. Cause the, that's not who we are. Yeah. Did I, well, I don't even remember what no, your question that, was that anymore. Does. Did I answer your question? <laughs> I just started talking. I talking about cable. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, oh, I actually, I love that you brought up the cable company. First of all, I just, I, I feel like I ask you about that a lot. You're a big fan of cable. I'm a big fan of your <laughs> your work as a cable man. Gotcha. I think that it's really important. We'll talk about that more at a different time. But incarnational ministry, hundred <laughs> percent. But like also everything. I, I well, I'd love that you brought it up because it just made me think of um, years ago. I read this book by his name's John R. Stilgo. Mm, that's it's a great name. Great name. He teaches. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure he still teaches. He teaches at Harvard actually, and. For some reason, uh, one of my professors <clears throat> in school, I was, I, I you know this, I, I studied photography uh, and I, I, during my final course of photography, right, like our thesis course, my professor handed us this book to read and it's called Outside Lies Magic by John R. Stilgo. Okay. And it was literally, it's a book that he teaches his introduction. Um, he teaches an introductory course, I think is required by Harvard graduates. If the, I, I can't speak for Harvard graduates. If you are a Harvard graduate and you <laughs> can correct this. our uh, misinformation about it's your It's like school. one of those foundational courses that undergrads, gotcha. are, maybe not required, but you know, it, it's like they're encouraged to take it. Anyway, uh, it, it was all about exploration, right? Teaching people to explore. Yeah. And the first chapter is called Lines. And he, the whole book is just about him. Like, and this first chapter in particular is about him. He walks out of his front door or rides his bike around his neighborhood and he's just like, 
observing all the power lines and cable lines. Oh, okay. And just like basically from just that one detail, he extracts this whole just like, you know, basically all these different curiosities and his American history and all of these things. Mm. And I, I, I just think the, that you brought that up is really important because I, I think part of the application um, is, and we talk about this a lot, is that like our values aren't there to define what, what our sermon series are about. Right. Right. No. It's like, it's not about like the, our preachers preaching. It's, it's not really right. about that. It's really about how do we, it is that like outside lies magic. It's like, how do we, yeah. how, as a community, how do we train each other to actually look for these things in the world and be inspired by them? Um, Cause that's kind of what it's all about. A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, you know, like on Monday morning, right. When well, you wake so, up and go, Hmm, we were talking about the kingdom of God and right. this weird thing happened on my way to work. Right. Or this weird thing. My boss said this weird thing to me. <laughs> yes right it's that right totally yeah i mean i think that's that's like giving shape to our lives as individuals um and also is about giving shape to our common life together as a church community yep and it uh i i mean one thing one of the things i've learned since joining the staff of the church for the last couple of years is just how much of our values like our values inform our our communal life but they also inform the like leadership decisions that are made. So like on right. a board level or on a staff level, like yeah, it, I see it working in both realms, hundred um, percent, which is really cool. No, I, I I think it's it's one of the things that I do appreciate about the way that we do things as a church is that we do we have articulated some again all of it values, strategies, mission, vision, um, and I I don't know that we are you know hitting home runs. But yeah. we're at least attempting to hit home runs. You we're know, swinging big. And, right. Yeah. It's like, hey, this is what we said we're going to do. And then we're trying. Yeah. Maybe failing miserably, but we're actually trying to do the things that we believe we're supposed to be doing. And yeah. our, our having having articulated values is is a big part of that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to the rest of these conversations. Um, cool. So, yeah, that's what we'll, for the next eight weeks, that's what we'll be, that's what you can be looking out for, is each week we'll have one of our values just sort of at the center and a conversation about it and scripture and yeah. a little bit of history and all that stuff. Right. Um, yeah. Should we, should we talk through any of that or did you just do it? What kind of like the format for, I think we'll just be doing, I mean, the format will be kind of simple, right? We'll, we'll d- sort of define the value, mm-hmm. right? Uh, kind of look for, I mean, we'll look for some definitions of it in scripture. Um, We'll talk a little bit about why it matters mm, yeah, um, and how that plays into maybe how was that value formed in our congregation? How was it formed in your, like your leadership of this church? Uh, and then we'll talk just like practicalities. How, how has this been applied in the past? How do we want it to be applied in the future? And I think that's just, it should be a simple format and hopefully there's some good conversation coming out of it. Cool. Thanks, Mark. All right, that's what we'll do. Thanks, Awesome. Steve. 242 is a podcast from Buffalo Vineyard Church in Buffalo, New York. Our mission is to teach people the way of King Jesus by regularly encountering God, training each other in the faith, and effectively serving our neighbors. This podcast is just one of the many ways we work to realize this. If you'd like to learn more about who we are or get in touch, visit us at buffalovineyard.org. Our theme music is Face to Face from Vineyard Worship. Thank you for listening.